0: I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways.
1: But why might early Christians have called Nero the
0: Antichrist?
1: I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword.
0: Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back to the life of Nero, Ray Cluvius Rufus. How are you how today?
1: Do- doing good. Doing good. How-, how are you doing? My chariot didn't hit any children. It's always a good day for me. How are you?
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is that a sexual no, thing?
1: literally, I didn't run over anybody in my chariot today. It's a good right. day. You'd be surprised That's a good how day. often that happens. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Cheers. Uh, coffee Beep. mug uh, tick. Uh, the year is the year is fifty nine on this episode of Nero. Episode nine of Nero. Right. The year is fifty nine. Um, the consuls are Caius Vipstanus and Gaius Fontius. Uh, how many years has Nero been emperor at this point, Ray? Fifty-four uh, he took over, would it be fifty-four?
1: So we're doing
0: Yeah, fifty-four. Five-ish? Yeah. Five, Coming into his right? fifth year. Right. As right. Emperor. Tacitus says that in this year Nero deferred no more a long meditated crime.
1: <laughs> he he let his younger uh Palpatine self out. But there's a couple of things in the way. There's people, there's certain people in p- positions of power that like to tell him no. And he's getting a little tired of that. And maybe it's it's time to clean house and do something about that. Who knows? Who
0: knows? How old is he now? He was born in 37. So he's 22. He's 22. 22. Very
1: mature. 22 20,
0: 21 going on 22 he is.
1: I'm Uh, 21 going on 22. I ruled the whole known world. Anyway,
0: go ahead. (sighs) He's been in power for five years, and he's now, as we saw last time, crazy in lust with (gasps) a girl called Poppy. Popeya. Poppy. Yes. The popster. pop doodle doo
1: But she knows what she's doing, right? I mean, it's not like she's all, oh, I'm just innocent and beautiful I'm sorry I came the way I was born and he's like I gotta have that no I think this is uh, this is one of those things where it takes two I think she's doing all she's making all the right moves because she knows what she wants as well
0: it takes two baby it takes oh. two baby just me and you ah, 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 ah. who was that?
1: I, I don't know Franklin? that was better
0: that I've got an Aretha Franklin.
1: Fucking It takes two.
0: Aretha Franklin? That's what I'm thinking. I uh, could be wrong, but I've got a glimpse of her in my head from the 80s. I've got a, uh, a glimpse of an so. Aretha. Uh, Re- no? No?
1: I'm not willing to put money on it, but I
0: don't. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't ever anyway. put money on my memory. Let's see. Uh, you- Marvin Gaye and Kim Weston. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so anyway. Pompeo. No, that's that yeah. was the well, that was the '65 version. I'm thinking I, uh, my version's coming a lot later than that. Rod Stewart and Tina Turner. That's probably the version oh. that I'm thinking <laughs> of.
1: Sleep with both of them during the '80s. Straight <laughs> up
0: reason. Anyway, you, you didn't ask, and
1: I and I shouldn't have volunteered. Anyway, I'm now
0: sorry. Poppy, the popster, as we saw last time, she's a little bit like his mum Agrippa, which is yeah. hot. And it's not the yeah. first time we'll be saying those words that? on this show right. uh, because she's slept away to the top. She's worked her way through multiple husbands to get right. to the top the job, ladder, the big job. Yeah. If you will. She, she knows what she's doing, as you say. Or at least that's what we're led to believe by Tacitus, right. Suetonius, Cassius Dio, is yeah. she's a bit of uh, Lady Macbeth. Uh mm. she's she's uh manipulative, she's cons- con- con- conspiring, she's yeah. uh all the all the cons can 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 <laughs> consumptive. No, I don't think she's that.
1: Anyway. Conceited. Can, can I just say, for whatever mm. reason, because the producers of the show absolutely refuse to bring on any female podcasters, I would just like to point out that if she is marrying her way to the top or sleeping her way to the top, you can't be too angry at her. You can't be too judgmental because that was pretty much the only thing open to women. She is using what nature has given her and what men have allowed her to use to to advance herself. So if she is doing this, and I'm not saying she is because we all know, all know that all these ancient Roman writers seem to hate women. Um, Mm. She's, she's left with the one avenue that's open to her. Huh? What?
0: Yeah. I said, who doesn't hate women? (laughs) <laughs> um
1: You know I love you, Cheryl. Us.
0: Yeah. We, uh, well we love anyway, Cheryl. Go ahead. Of course we love we, Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. Well she puts yeah. out. Go ahead. You Sorry. told me last time Cheryl's a lesbian.
1: Uh I think it back <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking up. <laughs> it's a week's end.
0: <laughs> You're breaking up, you're breaking up. We have the technology to rebuild him better, faster, stronger.
1: Put your clothes back on.
0: Uh, Popeye, Poppy. But uh, the problem, again, according to the ancient sources, the problem that Poppy has is she wants to marry Nero for the money, but his mother, Agrippina, won't let him divorce Octavia, his wife since he was 16, or uh, marry Poppea. And Tacitus says that, Poppy insulted Nero constantly over this. She just got in his ear, right. told him that he was a mere ward who was under the control of others. And not we're not talking Bert Ward, who played right. Robin, who was a ward right. of Bruce Wayne's. I'd be under him. Uh Right. That's go how Burt Ward got the job as Robin in the '60s Batman because they were like, "Well, you obviously know what it's like to be a Ward. You are so, a Ward,
1: exactly." Here Not go. the good
0: kind of Ward where you get to fight the Penguin and Put where on a cool
1: mask slide down a plot ball,
0: <laughs> where like your undies on the outside. <laughs> Do uh, <it> right now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's talking about the kind of Ward where he was basically being controlled by his mother, and possibly she's also suggesting right. Seneca and Burrus, his, his closest advisors. She's saying he didn't have an empire. He didn't even have his own liberty. Oh. She, here's, a, here's a quote from her, according to Tacitus. Was it forsooth her beauty and her ancestors with their triumphal honours that failed to please, or her being a mother and a sincere heart? She must have had uh, 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 kids to some of these former husbands. No. The fear was that as a wife, at least she would divulge the wrongs of the Senate and the wrath of the people at the arrogance and rapacity of his mother. If the only daughter-in-law Agrippina could bear was one who wished evil to her son, let her be restored to her union with Otho, being Poppy's uh, former husband that she divorced to uh, get in there with uh, Nero. (laughs) She would go anywhere in the world where she might hear of the insults heaped on the emperor rather than witness them and be also involved in his perils. So she's like, just grow a pair, Nero, will you? Come on, you're the motherfucking emperor of the motherfucking Roman Empire. You want me, I want you to want me. (laughs) Uh, Just... There's what is the this, fucking exactly. problem? What's a
1: hold up? Now, picture being a 22-year-old Mel, and you said this a second ago, Um, he's been in charge for about five years. I've got to think that he's starting to get a little comfortable, a little confident, going, well, maybe I am actually a pretty good emperor, even though we all know that uh, Seneca's running everything. But you're 22 years old, and, and your girlfriend who's in bed is like, what, am I too hot? Is that why you're not marrying me? Is it are you not marrying me because you're a ward? But every time she, he she said the word ward, he probably heard the word bitch. Uh, are my illustrious uh, ancestors too illustrious for you? I mean, what the, this is the total package, and I'm already putting out. What more? <laughs> what more going to be? It has to be your mom, and that shows me that you are not a man. Otho was a man. Otho was his own man. Maybe I should go back. Maybe I fucked up. And we'll see what Nero, how Nero reacts to this.
0: Arthur was a man. <laughs> he was
1: a man. And big he climbed 10,000
0: sticks. Yes. Yeah, what's that song? There's something, Somebody Was a Man. I don't know. There's a song man, in my head somewhere.
1: Psh, that was a yeah. seventies baby. Too many drugs. He had a big man. and I he
0: he was was a man. Earth. <Ivly> rumor, <lagara> dun- 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 Somebody dun- dun- tell me. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yes. uh, I've had a couple of people. Uh, you know, last time we talked about fires popping up out of the earth. Yes, uh, and people could only put them out if they <laughs> shit their pants, which yeah. was pretty easy we to do when them. the fires were just popping up, rocks throwing out. them on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should have. I should have put this in my notes. We've had. I've had a couple of people uh ping me over this and explain possible reasons for it. Right. Uh, I think I think one was uh, Lisa Grice, uh one of our Australian listeners. Uh, let's see. she's Australian. no no, no uh, no, wasn't she didn't email me. Uh, she must have Facebooked me carrier pigeon uh, yeah something like that anyway she said uh, yeah that she, Lisa's a scientist she said yeah oh. that could happen Lisa said the fire that couldn't be put out was probably an area rich in natural sodium and exclusion of air is the only way the use of soil probably you right, to, to put out the fire exclusion of air Uh, Of oxygen. The use of soil, probably urine soaked clothing, would work to do this, and the chemical reaction would leave NaCl salt behind, sodium chloride, I guess that is, salt behind. Alternately, metallic phosphorus will burn in the air. Same thing if urine soaked clothing is put over it, but I favor sodium, so I think it's a true story. And um, I asked her if she was a wizard. For knowing this, uh, and she said no. Just yeah. an old retired scientist that used to love making things go bang in the lab <laughs> at university. <laughs> ah, yes, back in the seventies. No OCH health and safety. Uh, so thank you Good for problem. that, Lisa. Somebody, somebody else uh, pinged me too, and I can't remember who it was now. But uh, and it was a he. He said uh, there are there's some area like I think it was in the Ukraine that uh, gas comes up out of the ground and uh, burns as well, and it could have been that. Right. So a bunch of smarty pants uh, send me emails <laughs> or messages after the last thing saying, yeah, that could happen. Could. So thank you for that. Could have happened. So anyway, Tacitus suggests that, Nobody around Nero stopped Poppy from feeding his brain with all of this hatred against his mother because they all wanted to see Agrippina's power broken. Right. But but here's the problem. Now, Tacitus told us a few episodes ago and a few mm. years ago that Agrippina's power had already been broken. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah. He Killed said... Took her out of like, the house, took her guard. That's it. Yep. Said uh, she couldn't meet with foreign dignitaries anymore. He's already stripped her of her power. Right. So he seems to have forgotten that at this juncture. And he's saying they want to see her power broken. Right. But it's already been broken. Unless she still has some influence with the Praetorian Guard or with the troops because she's... You know, former wife of Claudius, she's the uh, daughter. daughter of Germanicus, Germanicus. Big, So, big and we know that Germanicus was still kind of worshipped yeah. by the who, troops.
1: Who should have been the emperor, by the way, but go ahead, yes. Should have been? Yes. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, so maybe she has some soft power there, or it's not really soft power, but she's not using it, but she right. could use it. It's not very clear from Tacitus exactly what yep. power she has. He just says they wanted to see her power broken. But, he right. says, they never thought Nero would up and murder the bitch. <laughs> of course they didn't. Of course they would never think that because that's we've, never happened in Rome. No, no one's ever nudge, been murdered nudge. before yeah. to get them out of the way. Yeah. No, yeah. what? Oh, we had no idea that you would sure. go there.
1: Gasp. Oh,
0: yeah, But yeah. here's the thing. Yet again... It's all a woman's fault. Yes.
1: It's two not women the, now.
0: Not that. Two, yeah. 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 Yeah, and poor Nero. Helpless. I mean, look, Tacitus, Tacitus has no love for Nero. Let's be clear on that. Right. But he is saying or suggesting here that Nero was a pretty good guy up until these two women oh, they broke sandwiched him. him.
1: Yes. They gave him a good DP.
0: <laughs> yeah, one in the front, one in the back. And and with no lube, and he was not right. He was they they sort of they uh, just ran up on it. They what he yeah <laughs> wow, slammed it in.
1: Turned him into a pet, like a spit to roast something. Yeah, up. a yeah. spit. Yeah. That's spit. it. Spit roasted him. They yeah. spit
0: roasted him. The spit yeah. roasted Nero. Oh,
1: <laughs> his mom and a, and a girl. That's
0: hot. Yeah. He, anyway. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it's all a woman's fault. She right. made him do it. Um, you know, she uh, she yeah. well, Agrippa forced him to do something because she's just pushing him around, but she's she hasn't she's been absent from the sources for the last three or four years, right. But now all of a sudden, she needs to be dealt with. Would, would uh, it, how do you, how do you make sense of all of that, Ray?
1: The best I could do is, I think, they know the type of woman Agrippina is based on either real or rumored events in the past of having people banished, having people killed, controlling her husband, Claudius, you know, that kind of thing. So if she's a certain type of person and she is still around the halls of power, is she still meeting up with senators, is she still saying hi to certain guards? I mean, did you say not... the
0: halls of power?
1: Halls <laughs> of power. Sorry. Sorry. Halls of Power. Say, I, don't, I don't know what say i
0: Say Halls. 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 Say Halls. Say H-O-L-E-S. Hull.
1: This is like... Say the H-O-L-E-S for the job. and
0: say H-A-double-L-S.
1: Halls.
0: <laughs> and then say H-O-L-E-S.
1: <laughs> say what? Halls? Say A- H-O-L-E-S. Halls of Whores are not Hallways. Always. <laughs> This is pretty much how I got the job, people. This is the interview. This is pretty much That's, how it that was
0: That was your beat poetry on last Friday night, <laughs> wasn't it? At the
1: And then everybody at the you going
0: to are Virginia Inn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to you interrupt your flow there. Holes. Holes. holes.
1: No, the but holes I, of I think power. maybe they're consider uh they're worried about the what she could potentially do. Just because she's been knocked down a couple of times doesn't mean she's out. She's still youngish. She's still pretty. She probably still has friends in high and low places, and people like that should be
0: feared and removed. How how young could she be here?
1: If he's twenty two, is she in her late, 30,
0: yeah, 40s, late 30s? Yeah, early forties, late thirties, probably. Let me She's see. A MILF. Basically, up, a
1: Roman milf. At, it doesn't get any Agropena better.
0: Pina, the younger born, fifteen. Fifteen. So we're 59. She's 43. 43.
1: Mm. But she's probably kept herself, you know, when Mm. everybody does everything for you, you'd be surprised Mm. how many stress lines and wrinkle lines and age lines you don't have because someone else is doing all the shit. I recommend it. The Mm. life of a podcaster.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're in peak physical condition. (laughs) Uh yeah, look, maybe, uh, maybe it's her – She's obviously still has some power over him. If this story is true, right. w- in that she won't let him get a divorce. Yeah, I'm not Who's sure asking? that she like really. If she goes to the troops or the Praetorian Guard and says, uh, "You got to get rid of my son," are they really going to listen? Not I don't you, think so. No, she's a woman for fuck's sake.
1: Exactly. I'm supposed to choose you over my lord and master, who's getting some on the side, which is what we all want to yeah. do. If anything, I'm going to high five him. I'm not going to stab him in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's a. It's it makes
1: sense.
0: It's a patriarchal society. The women have no authority in that sense. So as it should be. I just. It's just really hard to make sense of what. Tacitus and the other sources are trying to suggest here. But, that- you know, they're writing at the end of the first century, at least he and Cassius are. Right. They must, uh, you know, you think Romans reading it at the time must, uh, they're not going to call bullshit on it. This is within living memory for some of them. Right. Um, and the society wouldn't have changed that much in that f- sort of 40-year period between 59 and when... 40, 50s when Tacitus and Cassius Dio are writing. So yeah. there must be some truth to it, or they wouldn't be able to get away with writing it, I expect. But eh, what I just can't see what kind of power she could possibly have. Yeah.
1: Well, should the Romans be any better than the Christians, who obviously hate women as well, um, besides Mary? Um, and some of them still call her a whore behind her back. And who knows? But the, you, you're right, though. I mean, maybe there is a little something to it. But the point is they perceived a threat or Nero perceived a threat. And really, that's all you need. You don't need anything else because he's going to act on that.
0: Like we've we've seen women. And by the way, the question about the hatred towards women, Chrissy and I were talking about this a lot the other night because I was wow. saying I'd always assumed that the the hatred against women was a... Christian, a Judeo Christian thing, like right. uh, because of uh, Adam and Eve, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. But this this obviously has nothing to do with that. Christians are around by 59. Um, Paul's running around writing letters, and right. the James and uh, Peter are in Jerusalem doing their thing. But it's not a big deal. And, and obviously, <clears throat> Tacitus isn't influenced by that when he's writing sure. uh, 50 years later. So. Uh, this 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 sort of misogynistic thing in Tacitus predates Christianity, and and I'm not really sure where it comes from, whether it was based on just uh, Rome being a patriarchal society and and wanting to keep women in their place or what. But my question was going to be like we we've seen powerful women mm-hmm. over the course of this series. Going right back to, um, I mean, maybe Cleopatra, although she wasn't a Roman, yeah, uh, you know, we one. saw Livia. Right. Livia had power uh, during the reigns of both Augustus and uh, Claudius. Um, we saw, you know, various, uh, well, uh, what's her face? Julia, the slut-whore elder. Um uh, uh, Agrippina the Elder, uh, obviously Tiberius, she was worried about her. Yes. But whenever we've seen women, uh, and again, you know, according to Tassus and the ancient sources, they're throwing their weight and their power around, having people killed, mm-hmm. taking their property, that kind of stuff. It's always done in conjunction with a husband who is an emperor or wow. if, if for their children. If you take Agrippina the Elder, It's for her children. She's trying to protect her children, particularly her sons, and trying to get them into power. Right. But here we have a situation where Agrippina's not doing it for Nero. She's against Nero. uh, Unless she thinks she's trying to protect him, like if he divorces Octavia and marries Popeye, it's going to destroy his reputation and, and lessen his power and therefore lessen her power. Or, and she's not doing it for a kid, because as far as we know, she doesn't have any more kids to, right. to uh, you know try and protect. So I don't know. It's it's diff- It's it's I don't know. I spent a lot of time this week trying to figure out what the fuck's going on here.
1: Would it be fair to say that Agrippina probably has more control over Octavia, his current wife? God, I hope I'm getting these names right. Versus a firebrand slut whore in a good way, like Pompeia. Uh, Pompeia. So maybe she was trying to deal with the the evil she did know versus the evil she didn't know. It's just a guess.
0: Yeah, that's possible. And, of course, the other possibility, and this is the one that I tend to lean with, and as mm-hmm. we go through these next couple of episodes, I'll explain more why, is that it's, it's mostly made up. Uh, this is mostly... Uh, uh, a fictionalized version of what happened Right. that was the the propaganda, not that Tacitus made it up because he probably got it from previous sources like Cluvius Rufus, we'll talk about in a minute. But right. and 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 Suetonius and Cassius Dio tell pretty much similar stories, but they're all using earlier sources; they're secondary sources, and uh, you know, I think this was a. Um, uh, uh, some sort of a propaganda uh, tool that was had been weaved at some mm-hmm. point for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, Suetonius uh, speaks of Nero being driven by his mother's threats and violence, but he provides no specific examples of what those threats and violence were. Right. But according to Tacitus... Agrippina got freaky! One man's
1: lost is another... Man. No, it's going to hell either way. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, uh, Cluvius, who you mentioned just a second ago, Marcus Cluvius Rufus, uh, was a consul, a senator, a governor, a historian, and he is meant... I think all of his works... Back me up, Cam, if I'm right. All of his works have been lost, but Tacitus actually mentioned him a couple of times. So... At least Tacitus had that more uh original source than we do. And he was he was Suffolk Consul in 65. He might have been involved in the killing of Caligula. So he was around, but he's the one who was saying it, and I'm and I'm just gonna get this started because I'm sure you're gonna have fun with this cam. So supposedly Agrippina was so desperate to hold on to her son, because if you think about it, it's the ultimate challenge for her. I need my son, who is supposed to love me, and I'm supposed to love him. I need him to not kill me. Not be threatened by me, but listen to everything I do and do everything I tell him to. But I want him to be his own man. I, I don't have the fuck to do with that. So she's in this very peculiar situation. So all she has left open to her is Operation JJ. So what she is supposedly going to do is show up at his palace during lunch. And the guy's already drunk. Why? Because he's 22. I would be, too, if it was noon and I was the big guy in the company and I could just get shit-faced at noon. I would. I'd probably start at 1130. But the point is, supposedly, she would come in when he was shit-faced. You do start at 1130, (laughs) from what I understand. And make, yes, Cheryl, you're not supposed to tell him. Anyway, so she would come in, supposedly, and make advances towards him, whisper sweet, uh, nothings, I don't know, uh, in his ear. And he's already drunk and whatever. And so did they have a coming together, a meeting of the minds? Uh, I, I don't know. But supposedly, that was the rumors going around. Mommy was hitting it. So um, son wouldn't have her whacked. I think it's the modern way to say that.
0: Okay, so let me go back a bit. Yeah. Marcus Cluvius Rufus, yeah, yeah, he's he was used as a source by Tacitus, mm. Suetonius, Cassius Dio, Josephus, and Plutarch.
1: Nice. So uh, take him seriously. You're
0: right, though. Unfortunately, his writings don't survive, but mm. he was around during this period. As you said this, he was uh, supposedly, according to our sources, aware of the assassination of, of, of Caligula. Mm. Uh, we mentioned him back in the Caligula episodes in respect to that. Uh, and he was still around during Nero's era, after Nero's era, during the year of the four emperors. I think wow. he was the governor of Hispania. Yeah. So uh, he was a source that these guys used. So a contemporary source probably a witness around the court. Uh As you said, he was a consul, a senator. So, uh, but again, whether or not he's to be believed in all of this, he's obviously writing after the events. He's writing probably uh, during the year of the Four Emperors who Mm -hmm. have replaced these guys, or maybe even a little bit later under the Vespasians, uh, the Flavians. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to know what his motivation would be for making all this stuff up. Anyway, yeah. yes, the story, as Tacitus puts it, is that in an attempt to keep Nero under her thumb, more than once, he says this happened multiple times, yeah. Agrippina, around the middle of the day when she knew Nero was drunk, would come into his chambers, heavily doled up to the nines, and try to fuck him.
1: French maid outfit. Please tell me French made outfit. Please. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Now, uh, this he, he Tacitus says he gets this story from Cluvius Rufus. Now, Cassius Dio reports the same story right. and adds that Agrippina's purpose in this was to wean po- uh, Nero away from Poppy. Right. Um, but both Tacitus and Dio say they're not sure whether they should believe the story. They say, look, the story has come down to us. I'm not sure if we should believe it or not, but this is what it is. Right. Suetonius uh, accepts the story because that's what Suetonius, he ne- never heard a story, didn't like Suetonius. <laughs> um, and he claims they would commit incest in Nero's litter and oh. added the detail that the evidence of it was there were stains in the emperor's clothing when he got out of the litter. <laughs>
1: Um, Monica Lewinsky dress stains joke somewhere in here, please insert. Um, yes, it's always the stains yes. that bring the man down.
0: Cheryl, St- can you write a Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky blue right. dress joke I, and put and it have in all,
1: there? Have all my clothes cleaned. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tom, look for spots. And her clothes. You, and, her, and her clothes. And her clothes. <gasps> yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And your clothes
1: too. So much for a lesbian. Anyway, get on that.
0: However, there's 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 an added complication to this. Right. Dio and Suetonius also both report the story that Nero had a mistress, they don't say who she was, that had a striking resemblance to Agrippina.
1: I'm getting turned on.
0: And Dio adds the detail that after Nero slept with her, he would say that he had just had intercourse with his mother. This is actually the line from Cassius Dio. Whether this actually occurred now or whether it was invented to fit their character, I'm not sure, but I Mm. state as a fact what is admitted by all that Nero had a mistress resembling Agrippina of whom he was especially fond because of this very resemblance. And when he toyed with the girl herself or displayed her charms to others, he would say that he was wont to have intercourse with his mother.
1: I can't. I won't. I shan't. Incest is not best, okay? <clears throat> Just because it rhymes doesn't mean it's right. But... So Mom's, now, plan, mom's plan is, I'm going to... My son so good, he's not even going to remember that 20-something-year-old.
0: <laughs> go for it, Mom. I mean, go for it. Anyway. Yeah, maybe that's... the, but Or maybe he's... Fucking this woman and saying that he's fucking his mother, and then word gets out. And you know, who knows? Maybe people saw this mistress getting into his litter and thought it was Agrippina because she looked like
1: Agrippina, right?
0: And they assumed he was fucking his mother. Maybe that's going something's going on, (laughs) yeah. Um, but uh, according to Tacitus. When kinsfolk observed wanton kisses and caresses portending infamy, mm-hmm. dot dot dot, uh, <laughs> Seneca intervened. Yeah, now, good call. Seneca didn't intervene directly because yeah. going into the emperor's bedroom and saying, "Hey, don't fuck your mother, <laughs>
1: pull that penis out of your mother right now, Mister," and I mean yeah. it. you don't. That's not a good yeah. career move. Anyway,
0: not a good career move. No. So instead he brought in Acti, the oh, yes. freed girl who was Nero's other hot piece of ass before right. Poppy yeah. came along. Right. And what did Acti do, Ray?
1: Well, you, from what we know, and Cam, I certainly want your opinion on this, but what we know, I mean, Acti is certainly not a saint, but she seems to have genuinely cared uh, for Nero, at least early on, and she at least seems to have the common sense of a lot of people going, look, these titans are fighting above me, and I have to be careful because I'm a nobody, I can disappear like that. But she does seem to care about Nero. She is worried about what Agrippina, if she does get worked up, she might. she's worried about what Agrippina might do to her son, or at the very least her son's reputation, because this is Rome. You can destroy someone's career, even the princeps, by, by putting stuff out. So... um Acti's probably thinking being a mama's boy is one thing. Being a mama's toy, that's something else, and that's completely unacceptable. I don't know. So the point is, Seneca tells Acti to tell Nero that, look, everybody knows about the incest because your mom's fucking going around bragging about it. Now, is that a thing where I high-five you? Yes, normally, but it's your mom, so the answer is no. So you got to let him know what's going on so he can start doing some damage control and that soldiers would never follow a depraved emperor. Really, because they followed the last three, but whatever. That's that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is Seneca is trying to get her to whisper warnings into Nero's ear. But you got to be careful because he's a twenty-two year old person who knows how he's going to react.
0: Yeah, this whole thing where, uh, according to Tacitus, she told Nero that the soldiers would never endure the rule of an empire sovereign. Like we haven't had any of the to- kind. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem to bother. To, well, I think Augustus was fairly pious uh, in the latter Ex- 40 years. but Except for the young maidens. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, yeah, but his wife scored those for his, so, you know, that's that- okay if your oh, wife organises know- it.
1: Heather! Yeah. He- Hold on. Let's only take a second. <laughs> who, who do you think hired Cheryl? <laughs> I love you, Heather. And I lust you, Cheryl. Please, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Now, yeah, Thibaut... Ruled from his sex palace for, what, the last 10 years? Uh, right. No one seemed to care about that. Caligula was fisting husbands and brides on their wedding days wearing big gold rings. Uh, oh, Claudius, Claudius had fine. all of his mistresses. Yeah. But maybe they draw the line at incest. Um, and when did that become a bad thing? That's what I want to know. When did incest become a bad thing? I mean... I'm sure it happened a lot in early human history. Was it when they worked out that babies were coming out with two heads, <laughs> that it was probably a bad thing? When did it become a bad thing is what I wonder. Attent-
1: attention, ladies and gentlemen, the producers of the show would love you to know, we really would like you to know that when we're talking about incest, we're talking about between two people over the age
0: of 18. Because anything below that yeah. is just... Up. No, consensual incest we're talking right. about. Consensual incest. Right. Like... Um, uh Nin. Anne Nin, uh, mistress of no, uh, Henry Miller. Right. Um, she, uh, in one of her diaries, I've read all of her diaries, uh, uh-huh. uh, the unexpurgated versions when I can get my hands on them. To um, she, her father left her and her family when she was very young. And then she reconnected with him as an adult mm-hmm. and her psychiatrist told her that the way to get over her anger towards her father was to fuck him. So she did. She started having sexual intercourse with her father.
1: This a teach you. He was
0: into it. Right? And, uh, and 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 I think it it worked for her. She was she she resolved her feelings about her father by fucking him. So right. And uh, that was in the Right. Probably 30s or uh, 40s, somewhere in there. Yeah, 50s. Cheryl,
1: right. could you hmm. contact all my ex girlfriends? Tell them I need closure. Thank you. I'm going to be next their two fathers? weeks. Oh, and, and their mothers. Thank you, Cam. Thank you. And their mothers. <laughs> Depends. Show me pictures of the moms first. I, I think I... it's
0: more your mother is where <laughs> you would go here.
1: Look, why you got to make this weird? Anyway,
0: uh, all your girlfriends. Uh, oh, those magazines are they right. still around? Yeah, yeah. they're magazines. Well, really. the, the pages
1: have, are you know. kind of glued. Anyway, I can't.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. can't get <laughs> Now this is Rome. Yeah. Had not they ever heard the say "When in Rome"? Exactly. Um, probably not, because it was invented three hundred years later. <laughs> Damn. Uh, still no excuse. Do escapes. you want to know the? Do you want to know the story of yes. when it was invented? When in
1: Rome? Tell
0: me. St. Monica and her son, St. Augustine, found out that Saturday was observed as a fast day in Rome right? Uh, where they were planning a visit, but it wasn't a fast day where they lived in Milan. So they consulted St. Ambrose, good old St. Ambrose, right. the guy who, who converted or uh, well, forced Theodosius, to um, right. turn to the Africa. empire Christian, uh, what to do. He was the Bishop of Milan, and he said, when I am here in Milan, I do not fast on Saturday, but when in Rome, I do fast on Saturday. Mm. And that's believed to be the genesis of the saying, when in when Rome, I do as the Romans do.
1: I like so that. So there you go. Okay.
0: goes cool. back to Ambo, and- St. Ambo.
1: Say bad mate. Yeah. Love it. Love anyway.
0: It. Yeah. Tacitus uh, says that Agrippina got freaky to maintain her influence, but he'd also said that her influence had disappeared four years earlier, so that makes very little sense. But All anyway, it's, a, it's yeah. a fun story. Right. Uh, Tacitus also says that another contemporary historian, Fabius Rusticus, mm-hmm. says that it wasn't Agrippina who was trying to fuck Nero. Sure. It sure. was Nero... Who was trying to fuck Agrippina?
1: Right. Maybe he was to. But that
0: act stopped him.
1: He was either going to get back at her or he was going to rebuild their relation through mutual orgasms. I'm reaching here. I don't know. Someone's sleeping. Somebody wants to sleep with somebody. Maybe.
0: So, the rest of the accounts all blame Agrippina, though. Uh, Tacitus calls it a monstrous wickedness. Yeah, obviously never been to Virginia. It's just a regular like Tuesday afternoon in Virginia, isn't it? But um,
1: well, actually, here we call it Hump Week, Hump Day. Uh, we take it literal. Take it literally. Yeah, it
0: literally, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Makes the rest of the week go by quickly.
0: Yeah. Now Agrippina Tacitus says uh, that Agrippina had fucked away into power all her life, so there was no reason to stop now. But after Acti intervened on the behest of Seneca. He finally decided that he had to stop having private meetings with her. He Good told call. her to go and stay in her country estates. Yeah. And finally, he decided she had to go. Do you think uh, the... Uh, now... I was going
1: to ask, do you think the drip, drip, drip of um, Pompeia's... Pum, whatever her name is, Pompeia's voice, uh, her criticisms, her whatever... Poppy. Might have gotten to him eventually. Well... At this point, like, yeah, Tacitus
0: starts all of this by saying Poppy was complaining about his mother that she wouldn't let them get married. Right. So now he's decided to get rid of Agrippina, but the whole Poppy get married story just seems to disappear. Doesn't, doesn't come up again. It's right. got nothing to do with Poppy now. He's just decided... He wants to kill his mother um, yeah. which again tends to suggest that the whole poppy story is uh, kind of bullshit
1: right it's not his fault it's like he Tacitus was driven to it by a yeah. woman gotcha
0: it's like Tacitus didn't have any other explanation for why Said, uh, all of a sudden woman. Nero would want to kill his mother yeah, so he's woman. had to make some stuff up
1: yeah yeah
0: woman. Just two women one. it was Poppy and two Agrippina women. you know women God <laughs> God don't we all want to kill them uh, so our mothers, you know, well, it's just that. Well, we're not right?
1: sleeping with them. But, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you.
0: <laughs> so he says he initially thought about poison. Right. But there were a couple of problems. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to in a second. But Suetonius says, and when he had three times made attempts on her life with poison and realized that she had protected herself in advance with antidotes. Oh. So Tacitus says he thought about poison and said no because she would probably uh, have prepared for it, being the great poisoner of Rome. (laughs) Suetonius says he tried three times. Tacitus never mentions that. Cassius never mentions that. Suetonius says that. I
1: was going to say she Suetonius says. Right, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So, Tony says that after he tried poisoning and it didn't work, he prepared to adapt the ceiling of her bedroom,, sure. which by a special device, would collapse and fall on her at night while she slept.
1: Standard plan B, poison a <laughs> done work, put a whole bunch of heavyweights on her ceiling in her bedroom or whatever, and have it collapse on her. plan b. it's it's standard. Standard,
0: yeah. Just say, oh, listen, um, you're going to have to leave your house for a few days. Um, termite infestation is what it is. <laughs> We're going to put We're a big gonna...
1: tent over yeah. it. You're going to hear some things, yeah. but don't.
0: Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. It's all good. Go to your villa. Yeah. It's going yeah. to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So Tony says, but when this plan became known through the indiscretion of those involved. Right. Like getting good good, good tradespeople these so days hard. is so fucking hard. So- <laughs> like how? Like they want right. to be paid extra, right? To hide a murder plot. I mean, it's yes. outrageous. Right. Like I've taken to putting it into the contract at the beginning, like uh, yeah. Article Seven Point Five. Uh, if any of the people involved, any of your staff, any of the workers reveal the fact that I'm trying to murder someone through your work, right. uh, then they will be held responsible. The firm will be held responsible. My lawyers will be in touch. Right. Um, I don't care if you get blamed for the murder afterwards because you did dodgy work. That's that's
1: that's on the you.
0: risk that you take when yeah. you decide yeah. to... Yeah become a roof modifier. You know, that's just part and parcel of it. Right. That should be factored into your rates, is it what should, I'm saying. You, yeah. you don't yeah. – you know, I shouldn't have to charge you extra for that. that, should, that <laughs> The risk element of building <laughs> right? collapsible ceiling bedrooms yeah. should be factored into yeah. your it's, quote.
1: It's in our brochure, actually. On the first page, you open up, first page on the brochure, Ceiling collapsing. Do you have a troublesome neighbor or friend or family member? <laughs> this will take care of it right here. So, so poison's not going to work. It's too tacky to walk up to her with a sword and just go. Eh, eh, eh. So now we're going to do something subtle. We're going to make somehow, and maybe we'll blame it on the gods, a ceiling fall in on her. I love it. Fucking go with yeah. it. Yeah. Go
0: with it. But, so Tony says, when this plan became known <laughs> through oh, the indiscretion fuck. of those involved, he devised a collapsible boat. Here we go. All right. which would suffer either shipwreck or the caving in of its cabin. Now, I like this. as I said before, Tacitus, on the other hand, says he considered but dismissed poison as an option for a couple of reasons. First, he just poisoned Britannicus
1: yeah, it's boring. at the
0: imperial table. Keep it fresh. Bo- boring. <laughs> yeah. Keep- done that. What else you got? Nah. Come on.
1: What have you done for you me know. lately? Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, no, he said
0: that to do it again, poison someone else at the imperial table would make it hard to say the first one had been uh, innocent. Yes. Oh, he's just got asthma. This happens all <laughs> the <laughs> time. Don't worry about it. Deadly but the asthma. second, of course, is that his poisoner, Locu- right. Locutia, I think her name was, right. um, worked for Agrippina. Yeah, so conflict of interest. hard to poison someone who was a professional poisoner. Yes. And he said yes. it would be hard to tamper with her servants because she was on guard against treachery and she would have fortified her constitution uh, against poison using antidotes uh, yep. like uh, Mithridates. Didn't Mithridates do that? Of he took Pontus? a bunch of little poisons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got immune. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's, uh, by the way, what I do before I ever meet up with you. I just add small amounts of anthrax.
1: That into my cereal
0: every morning so for a few much, months.
1: So much. Yeah. I'm like, am I getting ripped off? This is supposed to be the good stuff. Anyway, thank yeah. you for clarifying that.
0: I appreciate it. That's all right.
1: I have to move on to bedroom ceilings now.
0: And he couldn't figure out how to uh, order someone to kill her and then keep it a secret. Right. I mean, yeah. I know, Like we've all try- we've all tried to figure that out over the years. It's tricky, even if you're the emperor.
1: Yeah. If you're willing to kill and he someone, also- are you are you really all that? Careful about the truth. It's not. Yeah. No, it's not a. No. Can
0: I trust you? Yeah. Yeah. How I kill, well but I never lie. I never
1: lie. I never li- I kill. Then I. Kill then i kill all the
0: time. Then I have to. Then I have to order someone to kill you. That's right. Oi! But then I can't trust them. So then right. I have to order someone to kill them. But then I can't trust them to keep that a secret. Right. By the time we're done, man, yeah. like uh, you know, everyone's gone. Who's going to make my coffee yeah. in the morning? If uh, uh, people, I have to get rid of everyone,
1: very few people know this. But it's actually. Not easy the exactly the, very few people know this but the actual um when god flooded the world and killed everybody except for Noah and the family not true i killed someone had to go around to kill the other killer and then pretty soon they were all gone but Noah and he was on a fucking cruise and i couldn't find him true story It's the only reason he got it's away a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a slippery slope
0: it's a slippery slope killing people i tell you
1: anyway but they got a plan now yes
0: Yes. Well, he also worried that if he ordered someone to kill her, they might refuse. Oh so God. <clears throat> he put it out to his guys. He said he put it out to his inner sanctum of right. advisors. Uh, <laughs> right. apparently Seneca turned to Boris and said, What do you what, I got nothing? What do you got? And Boris yeah. was like, No, nah, I got nothing, what do you got? Then one of his commanders, a freedman called Anicetus, who was the commander of the fleet at Missinum. Right. Had been apparently one of Nero's tutors during mm. his childhood, right. and also hated Agrippina. Came up with the collapsing ship plan. Yeah. Actually, he originally came up with the collapsing bedroom ceiling plan, according to Suetonius. Right, um, but uh, when that leaked, he came up. We apparently he was at a theatrical performance where there was a ship on stage. Titanic. And during the performance, right, the ship mechanically just came apart by itself, oh, miraculously, right, and a whole bunch of animals came out. It was Noah and the Ark. I did the not Romans see that coming. Romans were telling, no,
1: right, the price of the ticket. I did not see that coming. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah,
0: okay. all right. And they were telling, obviously, <laughs> the Noah story, right, and suddenly. Uh, uh, so he was like, Hmm, if we could get a real ship yes. that would just come apart or collapse in on itself at a right. certain point of the voyage when she's on the boat. Yes. It could look like a shipwreck and everyone knows oh, shipwrecks happen all the time. Drowning storms, krakens, pirates. <laughs> The
1: gods, you know, uh, Poseidon. Yeah, Yeah. anger
0: Poseidon by having a pissy day, looking sideways at one of his favourite dolphins, (laughs) Aquaman. Uh, (laughs) Anything could happen. So yeah, perfect. It would be it would be hard to blame Nero if she just dies at sea. Nero loves the idea, so they decide to go for it.
1: And not only that, but if this does work, and you're right, it would be hard to point a finger at anybody because people die all the time on on the seas. It's no big deal. But then Nero was advised. You know what? You bury her. You do all this stuff. But then you do all this stuff. You you build temples. You build altars. You show everybody how much you loved her. You weep. You you don't shave for a couple of days. You let your hair get a little crazy. You just let yourself go. Let's be honest, this is narrow. He's going to do that anyway. But you let yourself go for a while, and people will think that you're just so distraught over your lost mother. There's no way they could put one and one together. This is golden, Pony Boy. We just got to get somehow a ship to fall apart on cue. I don't know how to do that.
0: Pony Boy? <laughs> it,
1: um, from uh, oh, what was that spoken in the, the
0: 70s? Uh, the Outsiders. The or Outsiders. The Golden Pony Boy. I can never remember if it's The Outsiders or the other one.
1: Outsiders. I never read
0: the books, but I saw the Francis Ford Coppola film. Oh,
1: yeah. It was good. Look was- what you've done to my Pony Boy.
0: <laughs> and then Seinfeld famously. Seinfeld. Oh, that's uh, right. Do, do you remember the Seinfeld episode? Vaguely. I think um, Jerry gets shot by the cops for having illegal cable installed in his apartment <laughs> on Kramer's recommendation.
1: The Russian, and
0: then Kramer grabs him, and he's like, "Look at what you did to my pony boy!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, over,
1: all over the top, yeah. <laughs> ah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Kramer, there's a philosophy. Uh, Someone needs to write
0: that. Yeah. So they
1: got a plan now. They've
0: they got really a plan. A- collapsible ship. Yes. Now timing was good because they were just about to celebrate Minerva's festival at Baye. Right. Uh, we've talked about A before. Minerva was the Roman goddess of wisdom and strategic warfare, justice, law, victory, and the sponsor of the arts, trade, and strategy. Ooh. So she had a full plate. I mean, yeah, she had a lot going on.
1: Busy. She didn't fuck around.
0: Yeah. No. No, no, no. Yeah. But this is good, because strategic warfare is kind of what they're doing here.
1: Exactly. Getting, exactly.
0: getting rid of Agrippina. Yeah. Now... She wasn't the patron of violent war like Mars was, but of defensive war. She worked for the Department of Defense.
1: Right. But we is don't it, attack. That what this we don't is?
0: invade. It's there in the title. It's
1: defense. I'm killing her in defense of her not killing me. I'm getting in first. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. Defensive yeah. war. Yeah. Okay.
0: Sure. <laughs> like invading Iraq in two thousand and three yeah. because Saddam had WMD, yeah, like, or not?
1: They might have them, but so anyway. So this is—is yeah. um, is this March of fifty nine?
0: It is March of okay. fifty nine. Right. The Romans celebrated her festival from March nineteenth to March twenty third. Yes, just after the Ides of March. Ooh, yeah. Uh, from the second century BCE onwards, the Romans sort of associated her with the Greek goddess Athena. And Minerva was one of the three Roman deities in the Capitoline Triad, oh. along with Jupiter and Juno. So she's up there. Yeah. She's one of the big dogs with Jupiter and Juno, Good Minerva. Big
1: deal. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the, they um, had the fifth day after the Ides of March the 19th, called the Quinquatria, was the uh, sort of artisan's holiday. Mm-hmm. And it was of the deepest importance to artists and craftsmen as she was the patron goddess of crafting and the arts. According to Ovid, the festival was five days long and the first day was said to be the anniversary of Minerva's birth. Mm -hmm. No blood was allowed to be shed on this day. The following four days, however, were full of games of drawn swords in honour of her military association. Right. Uh, In the life of Domitian, Suetonius tells us that Domitian celebrated the Quinquatria by appointing a college of priests who were to stage plays and animal games in addition to poetry and oratory. I never can say that word. (laughs)
1: Oratory. No, you're good. You're good.
0: Oratory competitions. Just say oral. Uh, Oral. Oral competitions. Yeah, I mean, I'm up with that. Let's get that in there. Uh, so there you go. So it was so, a big deal yeah. for them.
1: Well, not only not only is it a big deal, but like you said, this is perfect. They need a reason to be on the water. They're about to have this uh, festival, which is south of Rome on the coast. And as it's building up, Nero is obviously doing his part. Now, Cam, I don't want to jump too far, but there's one question I'm dying to ask you, but I'll, I'll save it for a couple of minutes. But Nero starts putting out the word, you know what? things have been rough between me and my mom lately. I've invited her to this festival. We're going to dine together. Everything's going to be great. If the average person hears that, all they hear is Nero and mom are going to patch things up. But what I hear is we have to patch things up because things have been so bad between us and I'm the emperor and she's not. And, Any threat to me is a threat to the state. So it's almost like what's not being said. We're going to try to work things out. I've invited her. Hopefully this is going to go very, very very well, and we can once again be a beautiful family. That's what I'm hoping for. But again, it's letting everybody know things have not been perfect between them. So that's another possible setup for what may happen.
0: So Baye is uh, sort of around Naples, Mm -hmm. not far from... uh... Uh, Pompeii, sort of on the other side of the bay there from Pompeii. Right. So you've got Naples on one side, Pompeii on the other. I think Baillet was up uh, in, in near, closer to Naples. And uh, yeah, we talked about it before, back in the Caligula episodes. A uh, lot of a lot of sexy stuff. It was like the, it was like the nineteen fifties Cuba for Romans. It just anything goes there. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Nero's visits there were legendary. He had pleasure booths set up on the shore for wild living. Yeah. So you would get off the boat from Rome, land on the beach, and just... (laughs) And there'd just be... There's a Coke booth. You'd do a few lines. (laughs) Then there'd be, you know, just everything to fuck. Animals, children. Yeah. Yeah. Same sex, other sex, people with three boobs, (laughs) people with, uh, you know, uh, girly men, uh, many girls, uh, (laughs) just everything you could imagine. It was there.
1: I think they were... Dead bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Necrophilia. necrophilia Necrophilia.com. Your mother. They they would have
0: everyone's mother there waiting for them. Their sisters. Well, actually... If they wanted to get into a bit of that.
1: Actually, if I could could correct you on that one, there was women there of uh, different heights and beauties and ages, and they would, for a fee, dress up like your mother or sister, whatever, whatever got you off. Nero would obviously go to that booth first, then hit the coke and yeah. then hit everything else. I think this is where Goatzee actually made his first public appearance, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Could be wrong. So
0: uh, Nero fake reconciles with Agrippina, uh, um, says, listen, hug. let's put all of that stuff behind us. Yeah, what was uh, that gift he got? Let's-
1: he got a really nice, huge gift. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. I can edit that out. What was it? The boat. but
0: Oh, the boat. Yes.
1: So the point is, they made up. She invites her. She comes down, but he's not finished quite stunning her with, besides inviting her to dinner, he's got one more gift that's just specially made for her.
0: I like Tacitus says that she accepted his fake reconciliation (laughs) due to Feminine credulity.
1: Wait, no, no. She's either a brilliant, cunning fox, murdering fuck machine, or she's <laughs> a naive, dumb middle-aged woman. You can't have it both ways. Pick your poison. Is she brilliant? Is she conniving? Or is she gullible? She's not yeah. both. She's not. Both.
0: And women in Tacitus are either murderers <laughs> or completely dumb saints. Yeah, or yeah. both. Yeah. Sometimes no. both, you yes. know. It's yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, so she arrived by sea and he met her on the shore. She Aww. came in one of her own boats. Apparently she liked to travel in triremes because who doesn't? Uh, that's Love my favourite mode of travel if I ever have to go by sea is a trireme. Trireme's not good and
1: enough. She's not good enough. I'm not, no, not allowed to you. No,
0: no, yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to go by a quadrireme, but... Right. Uh, Hard yeah. to
1: park. Hard to park.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just that extra layer of rowers, too. Just you know, you have to to get to your cabin. You have to uh, walk up too uh, many, or well, be carried, and the in your litter up too many flights exactly. of stairs. Yeah, exactly. Too much. Try rooms are good. It's just in the middle there. It's not well, right. Austin. It would be ostentatious to travel around in a <laughs> quin ream, right? Or right. a ring. so you want to go, and, and yeah. the, the lower reams, just a good number. It just lower reams. It's just yeah. you know you're just slumming it. So it's, right. you want in the middle there. It's like when I go to McDonald's and they say right. small, medium, or large, or Starbucks. I always go the medium,
1: large. That's yeah, too I'm much. Don't feel bloated.
0: You small.
1: Are, I'm not going to be I'm gonna, satisfied. It's going to
0: yeah. finish too soon. Exactly. I'm like uh, Goldilocks. And, uh, I want the
1: any probably. One. It probably went in the future and read Leonardo and put the really fancy shit on the first level and all the dumb son of a bitches on the third level and the second level might have been for the horses. I have no idea. But he spread it all out, going for that utopian city boat. But the point is right. Yeah. She shows up on her own boat, but he's got a surprise for her.
0: Yes. And he tries to get his uh, special ship that he gives her as a gift. Look what I made for you, Mama. To take her to the festival, right? Um, and then he uh, threw a banquet in her honor. But the plan was that she would go in the ship at night, right? And drown in the middle of the night. However, again, right, hard to find good people. <laughs> the plot was revealed to her, <laughs> and so instead of going to buy a in a ship, she was carried there in her litter.
1: Ah. Right. she's at Foxton. Yes,
0: yes. I see what you're up to. I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to 3D fall for chess, that one,
1: baby. Three D chess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Donald Trumping this all the way. <coughs> but so she gets carried there. They have the banquet anyway. Suetonius says that the banquet was thrown by the future emperor Otho and former husband of Poppy, who right. started this whole fucking thing. Because he was in on the plans and he wanted to help it along. Anyway, uh, during the banquet, Nero's able to convince her that the the, uh, rumors that he's trying to have her killed are nonsense. Crazy talk. And partly he does this by, according to all the sources, uh, clinging with kisses to her eyes and bosom.
1: Look, Mom, how can I convince you? I know, I know, I know. Let me kiss your breasts and that will convince you that I'm telling the truth. Okay,
0: get those boobies
1: out, Mum. To him, that sounds like a win-win. Come on, whip them out. I've seen them before. Get them
0: out. (laughs) Let's get up in that.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. I like to be (laughs) real. I love you, Mommy, so much. (laughs) Getting a little turned on. Getting a little turned on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. According to Dio, when they departed, and he convinced her to go on the boat. She said to him, "For you, I live; through you, I rule." Sounds like Which Jesus. is, well, that's what uh, you had inscribed on that ring you sent me a well while back.
1: Your cock ring. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So he does convince her that everything is copacetic. They've made up. He actually, I think he he uh, had her sit in the place of honor at dinner. Talked to her. They had a good conversation. Good. Cups of wine, whatever, just a great fucking time. And she's probably thinking, oh my God, this is going to be great because he's going to listen to me now, which means I get power and influence. Everything is coming up roses for her. Then she steps foot on not the love boat. I don't know what to call it, but it's certainly not the fuck boat. love boat.
0: The your fucked boat. <laughs> the your fucked boat. <laughs> This well, is going to be your last run. The fuckboat boat comes crashing down on
1: everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me close out this episode by oh. reading from Tacitus because it's too good to uh, summarize. <clears throat> I'll put my Tacitus voice on, Bruce. A night of brilliant starlight, with the calm of a tranquil sea, was granted by heaven, seemingly to convict the crime. The vessel had not gone far, Agrippina having with her two of her intimate attendants, one of whom, Croperius Gallus, stood near the helm, while Acaronia, reclining at Agrippina's feet as she reposed herself, spoke joyfully of her son's repentance and of the recovery of the mother's influence when, at a given signal, the ceiling of the place, which was loaded with a quantity of lead, fell in and Corperius was crushed and instantly killed. Agrippina and Acaronia were protected by the projecting sides of the couch, which happened to be too strong to yield under the weight. But this was not followed by the breaking up of the vessel, for all were bewildered, and those two who were in the plot were hindered by the unconscious majority. The crew then thought it best to throw the vessel on one side and so sink it, but they could not themselves promptly unite to face the emergency, and others, by counteracting the attempt, gave an opportunity of a gentler fall into the sea. Acheronia, however, thoughtlessly exclaiming that she was Agrippina and imploring help for the Emperor's mother, was dispatched with poles and oars and such naval implements as chance offered. Agrippina was silent and was thus the less recognised. Still, she received a wound in her shoulder. She swam, then met with some small boats which conveyed her to the Lucrine Lake and so entered her house. There she reflected how, for this very purpose, she had been invited by a lying letter and treated with conspicuous honour, how also it was near the shore, not from being driven by winds or dashed on rocks, that the vessel had in its upper part collapsed, like a mechanism anything but nautical. She pondered too the death of Acheronia, She looked at her own wound and saw that her only safeguard against treachery was to ignore it. Then she sent her freedman, Agerinus, to tell her son how by heaven's favour and his good fortune she had escaped a terrible disaster, that she begged him, alarmed as he might be, by his mother's peril, to put off the duty of a visit, as for the present she needed repose. Meanwhile, pretending that she felt secure, She applied remedies to her wound and fomentations to her person. She then ordered search to be made for the will of Acheronia and her property to be sealed, in this alone throwing off disguise. Nero, meantime, as he waited for tidings of the consummation of the deed, received information that she had escaped with the injury of a slight wound after having so far encountered the peril that there could be no question as to its author. Then, paralyzed with terror and protesting that she would show herself the next moment eager for vengeance, either arming the slaves or stirring up the soldiery, or hastening to the Senate and the people to charge him with the wreck, with her wound, and with the destruction of her friends, he asked what resource he had against all this, unless something could at once be devised by Burrus and Seneca. He had instantly summoned both of them, and possibly they were already in the secret. Mm -hmm. There was a long silence on their part. They feared they might remonstrate in vain or believe the crisis to be such that Nero must perish unless Agrippina were at once crushed. Thereupon Seneca was so far the more prompt as to glance back on Burrus as to ask him whether the bloody deed must be required of the soldiers. Burrus replied that the Praetorians were attached to the whole family of the Caesars, and remembering Germanicus would not dare a savage deed on his offspring. It was for Inicetus to accomplish his promise. What about Caligula? Didn't the Praetorians kill Caligula? Well, yes, they yeah. did kill Caligula, but... They felt bad. Yeah.
1: Not really, but...
0: What about Germanicus' other children? Well, yes, okay, we did do that too. I, okay, look... Right. But- but that, those day, that was before. Stop looking in the past. This, this is, is now. It's Rome. different.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nay, day.
0: And Nicotus, without pause, claimed for himself the consummation of the crime. Don't know how he got to Rome so fast. He was the captain of a sinking ship five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> At those words, Nero declared that the day gave him empire. ...and that a freedman was the author of this mighty boon. Go, he said, with all speed, and take with you the men readiest to execute your orders. He himself, when he had heard of the arrival of Agrippina's messenger, Aggerinus, contrived a theatrical mode of accusation. And while the man was repeating his message, threw down a sword at his feet, Mm. then ordered him to be put in irons as a detected criminal... You all saw him. He had a gun. So that he might invent a story how his mother had plotted the Emperor's destruction and in the shame of discovered guilt had by her own choice sought death. Meantime, Agrippina's peril being universally known and taken to be an accidental occurrence, everybody, the moment he read it on Twitter, hurried down to the beach. Let's go! Right. Some climbed projecting piers, some of the nearest vessels. Others, as far as their stature allowed, went into the sea. Some again stood with outstretched arms while the whole shore rung with wailings and prayers and cries as different questions were asked and uncertain answers given. The vast multitude streamed to the spot with torches. And as soon as all knew that she was safe, they at once prepared to wish her joy till the sight of an armed and threatening force scared them away. Oh, shit. Anicetus then surrounded the house with a guard and having burst open the gates, dragged off the slaves who met him till he came to the door of her chamber, where a few still stood after the rest had fled in terror at the attack. Right. A small lamp was in the room... And one slave girl with Agrippina, who grew more and more anxious as no messenger came from her son, not even in Gerinus, while the appearance of the shore was changed. One solitude moment, then sudden bustle and tokens of the worst catastrophe. As the girl rose to depart, she exclaimed, Do you too forsake me? And looking round, saw Inicetus, who had with him the captain of the trireme. "'Hercules and Obaratus, a centurion of marines. "'If,' said she, "'you have come to see me, "'take back word that I have recovered. "'But if you are here to do a crime, "'I believe nothing about my son. "'He has not ordered his mother's murder.' "'The assassins Mm -hmm. closed in round her couch, "'and the captain of the trireme first struck her head violently with a club. "'Then, as the centurion bared his sword "'for the fatal deed,' Presenting her person, she exclaimed, Smite my womb. And with many wounds, she was slain.
1: Ah, oh, even at the end. First she goes, if you're here to kill me, there is no way, no way that my son has anything to do with this because he loves me too much. And the, right before she dies, stick it in my womb or my gut where I carried him for nine months let him feel that. I mean, fuck this woman. Pretty ballsy.